We have not skipped summer and moved to November. <laughs> it isn't quite Thanksgiving Day yet. But it is all about Thanksgiving. In fact, our faith wouldn't be alive without giving thanks. And that's what we're going to talk about today, is about giving thanks to the Lord our God. And I'd invite you to join with me in this opening prayer that if you've you know, been around here before and when I've preached, that I always do a simple prayer. And if you'd hold your hands out like you're going to receive a gift. And if you would repeat after me, dear Jesus, help me to receive what you want me to receive right now. You know, when I pastored down in Shrewsbury, we had a saying that wasn't ours, that didn't come from me. It came from God and all sorts of people. And it was a saying that God is good. You guys got it. God is good. All the time. Now, let's try this a little bit of fun. You guys are going to say God is good, and you guys are going to say all the time, okay? God is good. You got it. It is really cool, and I just hope everyone remembers that, that God is good all the time. But, you know, like all people, sometimes I have a short memory, and I forget things. And that's why we use that saying all the time, is that God is good to help us to remember that God is good. In fact, even when, when I stopped pastoring down in Shrewsbury, one of the families that attends there and one of our praise team leaders actually gave us those words in a beautiful wooden sign that now hangs in our kitchen for us to always remember that God is good. All the time. God is good. You know, ancient Israel was never, not a whole lot different from us. They often forgot that God was good. And they needed to remember just like we need to remember. In fact, the psalm that we just read, Psalm 136, was used and reserved for high holy days. Certainly at Passover, it was used as a great hymn of the Jewish faith. Because he wanted to help people remember that God is good just for who he is. And that God is good as the creator of the world. That God in his ultimate love gave us this beautiful creation to sustain abundant physical life. And in part of the psalm we didn't read this morning, it also talks about the memories of the history of how God continually worked in the lives of Israel in the lives of his people. The lives so we can keep saying that God is good. You know, and in my own life, it happens too. Just a couple weeks ago, if you don't know, I lead a, a, a nonprofit ministry called Evangelical Environmental Network. And, you know, we're a ministry that tries to teach the church to care for God's earth. And I was down in Washington, D.C., where I'm often at, in a, the Congress, one of the Senate office buildings attending a conference. And I had just spoken and was now in the back room listening to other people speak. And, you know, of course, like everybody else in the world, listening to other people sing, speak, what do you do? But you pull out your cell phone to see what's on your emails, you know. 
And so I'm looking there, and all of a sudden it flashes across my screen because I get these alerts when people put money into our bank account. And I said, deposit of $50,525. And I said, what? <laughs> then I said, God is good. <laughs> and you're supposed to say, <laughs> and then a few minutes later, our accountant sent me the deposit slip and, and that wonderful gift, the largest individual gift we'd ever gotten in the 25 year history of the ministry was anonymous. To this day, I have no idea who gave us that gift. And all I could say was, God is good. And all the time. But you know, God is good even in the little things. On Friday night, Claire and I went over to Ore Valley Elementary. And it was the first time we got to do it, but to watch our six-year-old grandson play Little League. And it was a blast. I mean, you know, it brings back a lot of memories of our own kids and those years and playing that. But Jack, and I call him Little Jack, and that's my pet name for him. You know, the first time he got up to bat in the second inning, he struck out. And he walked over to the bench, and his hand was hanging down. And his mom just walked over to him and said, you did okay. You did your best. And she came back to me and said, you know, he was really disappointed because you're here. And he wanted to get a hit for you. And I said, well, and I can understand that because he's really close. And then the next time he came up to bat, and guess what? He hit the ball. Only the second time all year that he had hit the ball. <laughs> and he ran to first base, and you should have seen the grin on his face. It was just wonderful. And then a couple innings later, he got up to bat again. And guess what? He hit the ball again. And he was grinning ear to ear. And I kept smiling to him. And I, you know, and I, after the game was over, I walked to him. I said, Jack, did you have fun tonight? And he said, absolutely, Pop-Pop. I had a lot of fun. And I said, Jack, how come you had so much fun? Because I hit the ball, Pop-Pop. <laughs> and I was saying, God is good. <laughs> and all the time. Now, I know what some of you are saying. You may be thinking it right now that, you know, it's easy to praise God in the, tough, in the good times, right? But what about the tough times? Because I'll bet, and I can imagine that there are people right here and right now that are probably going through some tough times. Maybe it's a relationship problem. Maybe you're just bloody worn out from all the great work all of you did for the yard sale the past two days. Maybe there's an illness or just something that's going on that you would wish were different. And I can understand that. But that still doesn't mean that we shouldn't be thanking God. Because one of the things that we have to decide as people who follow Jesus, is God good? In fact, the opening verse of the psalm we read, we should give thanks to God, for he is good. Now, a lot of people have trouble with that. They see the garbage that's happened in the world, and where's God at? And I say God is there. But we need to remember that God is good 
all the time, even in some of the most difficult things that ever happened. Many years ago, when we were down in Shrewsbury pastoring, we, the church, and it's one I love coming here, is this congregation reminds me so much of the one that I serve full-time. Vibrant and full of life and growing. And we were in this little tiny building in the middle of Shrewsbury, an upstairs sanctuary. I mean, it had like 18 parking lots and one bathroom with cold water in it that I couldn't stand up in <laughs> underneath the staircase. And so we were looking to build a new building, but it was very difficult to find a piece of property. Either it was reserved in farm protection land, which is a great idea, or it was really expensive because many of you know that Southern New York County has grown tremendously. And there was this one piece of property out on Plank Road that a family owned that was the left, the vintage, the few remaining acres of the farm that they had already sold off. And I went to see the two brothers that owned it, and they said, you know, we're not selling it. Get out of here. And then by happenstance or by circumstance, one of the longtime members of the church, Ruth Vernon, a school teacher who lived for 40 years with an abusive husband, she was just, you know, but she was a gem of the church. No children, but she unfortunately came down with dementia. And the church was there for her, and her sister came up from Alabama to help take care of her and to make arrangements. And so we started talking about the church. She was a good Southern Baptist woman and just really fired up for the Lord, and it was wonderful to see her there. And I was telling her about the land out there, and she goes, well, those are my brothers-in-law. Let me have a word with them. So she went and talked to the brothers, and I got a phone call from her and saying, I think you should go and talk to the brothers again. And so I did, and they now were willing to sell. God is good, and all the time. Even in the midst of a person's difficult circumstances, God's light and love shone through. It's Romans 8 coming to lie that God uses all things for good for those who love God. But the story doesn't end there. Getting the land rezoned and appropriate building was a super hassle. We were denied once, and I got to know one of the township supervisors of Shrewsbury Township, a man by the name of Joe Everly. And the story I'm about to tell you is quite permissible for the family, for me to share, because I've shared it with them lots of times and publicly. But one Saturday morning, I can remember it, I get a phone call from Joe, and his, you could hear the heartbreak and he said, Mitch, I need you to come to York Hospital right now. Will you come? And I said, yep, I'll be there. So I got to York Hospital to find Joe and his wife, Robin, in tears and just terrible circumstances because there in the ICU was their 13-year-old daughter, Judy, who had the evening before taken a bunch of her dad's prescription medicines in an attempt to kill herself. They flew her down to John Hopkins where she laid in a coma for six weeks. She got conscious for about 30 seconds the day before she ended up dying. I 
I was there for the funeral and been there for the family. And you now the family wasn't church people. Robin was a non-practicing Jew, and her dad grew up in a very fundamentalist church and was very turned off by God. But two weeks after the funeral, we had our final hearing for that land. And Robin stood up in that zoning hearing board and said, this church was there when our family needed it. You cannot deny them the right to use this land. The vote was taken. The zoning was changed. The vote was taken. The zoning was changed. And we were able to get 12 acres of land to build a new building on. God is good all the time. In the midst, in the midst of tragedy, God is still with us. God's love is there for us. God's presence in love is always there. There was another man who I just loved dearly. His name was George Wolfe. George was a southern York County farmer who sold his farm because his wife had taken a stroke 20 years before and he bought a little house in the middle of Shrewsbury so he could care for his wife. And one day George and I went to a funeral of a brother of a, another church member up in York. And just as the funeral was closing, George collapsed right beside me, literally right into my arms. And so we took him by ambulance to York Hospital, and they started diagnosing him. And the next day, I went in to see George. And here are words that will stick with me forever. You know, and, and I'm going to back up just a second. Remember something. You know how sometimes it's difficult for people to change? You know, as Shrewsbury was growing and changing, George was one of those old-timers that loved to see the change. He didn't complain when... There weren't any enough parking spaces or the kids were too loud. He just said, bring them on. He was just a true champion of what, you know, God was all about and what God wants to do in this world. And so I go into the hospital the next day and obviously George is just totally out of it. He's confused. He doesn't know, but he knows me. And he says, Mitch, I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know where I'm at. But the one thing I do know is Jesus is here with me. Two days later, George went home to be with the Lord. God is good. You see, that's one of the things that when we give thanksgiving to God, it's not just about giving praise and thanks with all the good things happening. It's finding God in the midst of tragedies that he can pull you through it. That he can guide you and be with you. But I'll tell you, the world wants to steal that. The world would like to come up with its own reasons where I, things are happening. and They'd like to cloud your eyes and blame God for doing things. But God is good. And his greatest thing that he is good for is just being with us through thick and thin, through praise and tragedy, through life and through death. God is with us. That's why God is good. 
and all the time, About 70 years ago, a woman by the name of Florence Chadwick started out on a journey swimming from San Diego out to the Catalina Islands. She'd been swimming for 15 or 16 hours and this gigantic fog rolled in and she started cramping and she got disillusioned and she got tired and her muscles were cramping up and she wanted to quit. But her mother, who was right there beside her, kept urging her to go forward. But as the fog got more intense, she finally just gave up. And they pulled her out of the water. And suddenly a wind blew. And the fog dissipated. And less than a thousand yards away was the shore of the Catalina Island. And she said, if I could have only seen the shore, I could have made it. As we go through life, I want you to always to be able to see Jesus. To know that he is with you. And when you're despondent and you can't find God or you're even angry or just miserable, take the time to seek God out. Maybe you'll find God in the quiet time, in a chair, in reading your Bible or just praying and being renewed. Maybe you'll find God as Psalm 22 quotes, part of what was read in the call to worship this morning that cries out in the midst of anger and pain and suffering, you find God and even anger at being ticked off at God. Maybe you need to go for a walk and see the majesty of his creation and see the greatest artist that ever created as you watch the trees bloom or even the rain come falling down. Or maybe you find God in the midst of your own history or your own friends. I know I do. When I go through tough times, I open up the book of Acts, usually out underneath a tree someplace, to remember what all the early disciples did. And through the midst of all their tragedies, they still saw that God is good. And I want you this morning to be able to find those ways to praise God for everything, to get ready to give thanks to God for everything. to open up your hearts to see that life is all about giving thanks. That faith is already about giving thanks. Because God is good. And all the time. And if Lori's around, I'm going to ask Lori and I hope the choir to help me out a little bit as we conclude this up. And if you know this, you can sing along with us. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks. 
He's given Jesus Christ his son. And now let the poor say, I am rich. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us. And now let the Say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks. God is good all the time. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God. Thank you that you are the God who loves us, the God who cares for us, the God who wants the best for us. Lord, it is so great to give you thanks for the good things and to know that you're with us and love us through the bad things. And Lord, as we think about giving thanks and living our life in a thankful way, may we recall the words that you taught us by saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sin as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. <laughs>